Thank you for listening to the Resources for Integrated Care podcast series, Diabetes Care Assessment, Planning, and Management During COVID-19. This podcast was recorded as part of a live event held on May 5th, 2021. In this podcast, Nicole Kohler, Clinical Design Specialist, and Katie Sheridan, Case Manager from Gateway Health, discuss diabetes management and interventions in the context of the COVID-19 public health emergency. Before diving in a little bit, just to provide a little background about Gateway Health. We serve over 340,000 members across Pennsylvania through our dual eligible special needs plans, or DSNPs, as well as our Medicaid plan. We are headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with over 1,500 associates that support our mission to care for the whole person in all communities where the need is greatest. Next slide, please. As many of you are aware, managing and treating diabetes requires a multidisciplinary care team, and we here at Gateway feel no different. So we have a diabetes work group that strategizes the interventions and initiatives to improve the access, address disparities, and covers the overall spectrum of diabetes care, and including barriers of social determinants of health. Making up this interdisciplinary care team are multiple departments. Um, we have myself from uh, strategy and innovation. We have clinical improvement, really pushing on those performance measures, medical management for clinical oversight and guidance, case management for intervention support and feedback, pharmacy to address medication-related needs as well as coverage, analytics supports us with data. Move to the next slide. Case management provides the timely coordination to address our members' whole care needs, which, as you can imagine, required some ingenuity and persistence during the pandemic. And Katie will speak to those in a few moments. The case manager here is a really key in our integrated care model and may be a registered nurse or a social worker. They collaborate with our members for care coordination, care transition, disease education, needs assessment for identifying barriers, and support goal setting and adherence to treatment plans. Many of our case managers work with our members through telephonic outreach. We also have a dedicated field-based teams that work with our members face-to-face in person and in the community. Prior to the restrictions from COVID-19, these field-based case managers literally met the members where they are. So whether that was within their doctor's appointment, at a hospital, within the member's home, or another safe and secure place within the community. During COVID-19 and currently, we developed processes and implemented them to support the members that were used to this, the providers that were also used to having our case managers there to work remotely until we're able to resume working back in the, in the field. All of our case managers work closely with the providers and community partners to support the needs. Members that require additional assistance with diabetes may be referred to our certified diabetes care and education specialist, CDCS wellness coach. Members are also able to refer themselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week through our online member portal. Next slide. So what does wellness coaching through our CDCS look like? really focuses on the lifestyle improvement through education and counseling. She uses assessments and clinical judgment to set realistic with the goals with the member. Diabetes self-care behaviors, healthy eating, physical activity, self-monitoring, 
problem solving, risk reduction, healthy coping are really at the forefront of the conversations and are incorporated to all of the coaching sessions to help members achieve their goals. And members with diabetes are at various points of their diabetes journey. So engagement with our CDCS really reflects that. Some interactions are short, which may be completed in a single session. Others require multiple sessions over several months. Our CDCS may also screen for diabetes distress to uncover any distress that is caused by the burden of having diabetes or the day in and day out care for managing diabetes. There is a link with more information on the Diabetes Distress Screener in the resources section at the end of the presentation. As with every aspect of our lives, the public health emergency really necessitated our adjusting. So early on in the pandemic, the work, we had work groups that were really created to focus on COVID-19 promoting the outreach and education on CDC guidelines. As the vaccines became available and were rolling out, a vaccine work group was created to really ensure we are strategic in our approach to get as many members vaccinated as possible. This work group worked to develop, excuse me, content that was available telephonically, written, or even online so we can engage our members and educate them on the vaccine. We also really work to partner with our providers, community partners, and other key stakeholders within the community to align on vaccination events to then get our members scheduled and ultimately vaccinated. Early on and periodically throughout the beginning of the pandemic, we made some proactive call campaigns to our member high-risk members really informing them of the risks of contracting COVID-19, as well as encouraging adherence to the CDC guidelines. In addition to our dedicated COVID-19 workgroups, the diabetes workgroup that we have incorporated discussions to work through barriers that members were facing, specifically around access to testing, as well as medical appointments as a result of closures. Members who are having a difficult time getting an A1C test or a screening test for nephropathy to test for impaired kidney function were mailed at-home test kits. Within these kits, there were instructions of how to complete the test as well as directions of how to return the completed test for processing. The results were then shared with the member's primary care provider that we had on file for any necessary follow-up. And as you can imagine, as you know, we started to work remotely, we had to engage our members a little bit differently as well. So our, one of our community engagement teams that really works with our practices to schedule appointments for members that are overdue for any type of appointment or test had to be worked, adapted their workflow. One thing they found is offices were operating differently or short-staffed, so they worked in collaboration with some provider practices to develop workflows that are allowing members who are not able to connect with their primary with their provider to work with us and we were able to transfer the members to um, the provider for follow-up care. Another community engagement team developed virtual events that also enabled them to continue their work just a little bit differently. And now I'll turn it over to Katie. Thank you, Nicole. It is important for our case managers to stay engaged with our members during this difficult time. 
they were tasked to complete outreach calls to identify any barriers that our members may have been experiencing during the COVID-19 pandemic. During the initial lockdown phase, we were specifically targeting members that were at high risk of a COVID-19 hospitalization, including our members that have diabetes. These calls gave our case managers the opportunity to provide COVID-19 education and information from the CDC, assess needs around social determinants of health, barriers to care, and physical and behavioral health needs, review plans for our members with diabetes if they were to quarantine or contract the virus, making sure they would have enough food or insulin for at least 14 days, and lastly, over the recent months, providing information on COVID-19 vaccines, addressing vaccine hesitancy, and scheduling agreeable members as well as their families for a vaccine appointment. During our outreach calls, the case managers discussed and identified several barriers to care, and most important to note that COVID-19 was its own separate barrier to navigate that presented new challenges to overcome. Specific to this presentation, I will discuss the concerns, potential impact, and interventions with each barrier for our members who have diabetes. The potential concerns is much the same with each barrier. We wanted to avoid unstable blood sugars that could result in an inpatient hospitalization and a decline in a member's overall health and well-being. Next slide, please. Transportation was a common barrier. Members were scared to use shared rides or be exposed by a driver. Members were social distancing from families who normally provided transportation for them or transportation options were just limited. We wanted to ensure our members' needs were being met, that they were attending their doctor's appointments, had enough medications, and had adequate food supplies, and had transportation options to obtain a COVID-19 vaccine in the more recent months. The case managers provided education on their supplemental benefit vendor. Our Medicare members qualify for an allotted amount of rides per year, two medical appointments, that includes the pharmacy also connecting our insulin requiring members to their supplemental benefits, which include transportation to non-medical appointments, going to the grocery store, food banks, and educating our members on the use of their medical assistance transportation options. Also educating our members on telehealth visits, home delivery options, and where and how to seek care. Next slide, please. Food access and availability has been a strain for most people during this pandemic. Whether it be limited food options at the store, fear of being exposed, or loss of job and income making it difficult for adequate nutrition, our goal was to offer education on diet for diabetes, healthy eating on a budget, and accessing food bank resources. We were helping our members find food banks in their area, setting up appointments to pick up their food, referring members to our wellness coach for further education and planning, and using home delivery options if applicable. Next slide, please. Provider availability has been a struggle, as you've heard during this um, presentation so far. Uh, limited office hours, limited office staff, and limited options. During the initial phases, providers were not regularly having those in-person visits to assess a member's status. Some members also lacked smartphone or computer internet access to make or access telehealth appointments and the lab closures made getting blood work done more difficult. Case managers were providing support to our members by encouraging member, provider, and caregiver collaboration, providing education for telehealth options, either by video if the member had that capability or by phone if there was no video option. 
then the provider and member could decide the next steps if a provider felt the member needed to be seen in person. We were also assisting in arranging for safe link phones if a member qualified, sending members at-home hemoglobin A1C testing kits via mail, and in the more recent months, utilizing our new connection centers for technology access in the Pittsburgh and Harrisburg areas. We were encouraging our members to discuss electronic medical record options with their providers if appropriate, also providing education on Gateway Health Plan's 24-7 nurse line availability for non-emergent needs. Next slide, please. Our objective was to ensure that our members' needs were met and obtaining their medication would not be a barrier or something that they would have to stress over. It was significant to inform our members of their options if they were avoiding exposure by leaving their home or had any transportation concerns. Gateway had increased the allowance to be filled for a 90-day supply for all medications. This also included testing supplies for diabetes. Copays and fees were waived for diabetic testing supplies in 2020, and there were no copays and fees for diabetic testing supplies in 2021. Arranging for pharmacy delivery and at-home medication packs, either with their own preferred pharmacy or utilizing a mail-in pharmacy. We were also encouraging our members to speak with their providers regarding glucose monitoring options. It was discovered that members were testing their blood sugars more during lockdown and running out of testing strips. So just having those open, open communication with their provider regarding their best options. Next slide, please. Mental health is its own separate barrier, much like COVID-19. Our concern was members were at risk for increased depression and anxiety related to the pandemic, fear of exposure and increased social isolation, Increased depression and anxiety with a member who has diabetes can lead to a lack of testing, poor nutrition, lack of exercise, and not taking medications appropriately. Our case managers were arranging telehealth visits to talk with their providers, providing education on coping skills, connecting members to behavioral health providers, and referring members to virtual support groups. We also utilized our governor's mental health resources and their 24-7 support line that became available during the COVID-19 pandemic. We had definitely seen an increase with our engagement rate with our members during the lockdown phase. They were more responsive and willing to work with our case managers to find assistance. Next slide, please. So lack of exercise. The gyms had closed down and there were limited options for members due to social distancing. The concerns that we had in regards to lack of exercise was weight gain, decrease in mobility, and at risk for developing hypertension or any diabetic complications. Our case managers was, were referring to at-home options and virtual classes, encouraging at-home exercise, and increased communication with their providers regarding exercise capability. Next slide, please. Okay, so please note that the names and any identifying information have been changed to be in compliance with HIPAA guidelines. Um, this is just one example of a success story between the Gateway Health Plan case manager and one of our duly eligible members. So a member duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid was referred to case management after a recent inpatient hospital stay for uncontrolled diabetes with osteomyelitis of her foot. She shared that her health had declined since the, the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. She was in fear of leaving her home until she ended up being hospitalized. 
an initial assessment, including conversations with the member and the gateway case manager at and her home health aide identified needs, barriers, and possible interventions. She also identified a lack of transportation as a barrier to attending provider appointments and indicating discomfort relating to frequent, related to frequent blood sugar testing. Next slide, please. So our case manager worked with Kendra um, during this case. She was able to arrange bathroom safety equipment for her, um, which is one of our supplemental benefits to reduce her fall risks associated with her osteomyelitis, was able to arrange transportation, so she was able to get to her endocrinologist appointment and her follow-up surgeon appointment. The case manager also provided education around alternative glucometers, including continuous glucose monitoring to address her discomfort related to frequent testing, and a diabetic diet and other information around maintaining a healthy lifestyle at home during COVID-19. Kendra has since switched to a continuous glucose monitoring and implemented small changes in her diet, including using a food log and has reported her regular blood sugar monitoring as the normal blood sugar range. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. You can also find resources for integrated care on LinkedIn to stay up to date with our recent products and technical assistance.